Star Wars 7x7, episode 481. Today, a bit of detective work has sent us back to the very beginning of production of The Force Awakens. Punch it, Chewie. No traps, no moisture, no committees. Just rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedis. It's the Star Wars 7x7 podcast with your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and here is the deal. There's been some detective work happening over at StarWarsNews.net, or Star Wars Newsnet, I should say, uh, formerly Star Wars 7 News. <laughs> There's been a little bit of a change happening there. Uh, and they have been discovering something about working titles of the Star Wars movies. Now, for those of you not familiar with the whole working title concept, uh, remember when Return of the Jedi was being filmed under the name Blue Harvest? Well, uh, that was supposedly to keep the production secret, and so that way they could uh, mask the uh, all the tradespeople and other contractors from knowing what the actual production was so that they wouldn't get gouged in the pricing and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't really work that <laughs> way anymore, uh, at least not in this, you know, hyper-connected age, uh, you know, with everybody being an Internet detective and whatnot. So... Back about, oh gosh, a year and change ago, Jedi News UK had noted that there were subsidiary companies being set up under Lucasfilm's banner in the UK for uh, production of movies. And the phrase Foodles, F-O-O-D-L-E-S, had been the name of the production company that had been set up to do The Force Awakens. So Foodles was the Blue Harvest of The Force Awakens, if you will. And it had turned out that there were two other names registered. Again, Jedi News dug this up. One of them was Space Bear Industries, and the other one is Lunak Heavy Industries. Now, nobody knew for a good long while what those names were going to be connected to, but it appears that the information is starting to filter out about it. Because a couple of people have started setting up their profiles, say, on LinkedIn and other uh, trade websites. And so come to find out that Space Bear Industries seems to be the working title for Star Wars Episode Eight. That does not mean it's going to be Star Wars, the Space Bear Industry, or anything like that. It is just the Blue Harvest, if you will, for Episode Eight. And Lunak Heavy Industries appears to be the working title for Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. So as a result of these revelations, I went digging back into the archives of movie casting stuff, specifically the website moviecastingcall.org. Now, if you've been listening to Star Wars 7x7 for a while, you may recall that a while back we dug up the casting call notice for Episode 8 and revealed the fact that there were names of actors listed on there who were returning from Episode 7. And this, of course, is a big deal if it is, in fact, true and accurate because of the rumors of somebody possibly dying in Episode 7 that's major and the fact that we, of course, saw Daisy Ridley crying over somebody, <laughs> somebody down um, who possibly dead, possibly injured, who knows, but that rumor has been rather persistent, even if it's been shifting from character to character, but uh, won't say the names of who those folks are in that casting call, but uh, it's available at the at the blog post for the show's episode at sw7x7.com if you want to check it out. Meanwhile, the point I'm getting at has to do with Rogue One and the casting announcements that were there. 
Now, we got a little bit about what Rogue One is about at a very top level, that it's about a band of resistance fighters that are stealing the plans to the Death Star. So we know that much. So this is the point where you may want to decide to skip ahead to 6 minutes and 30 seconds into the podcast, so that way you miss the slight bit of additional, more clarifying information that is being shared at moviecastingcall.org about Rogue One. All right, so if you're still listening, that means you didn't skip, so here we go. Uh, The casting thing says that it is looking for young male and female adults to play X-Wing pilots of the Rogue Squadron. So, okay, with Rogue One, we kind of suspected that it would be the Rogue Squadron, so this seems to be an additional uh, nail in the coffin, a brick in the wall, a link in the chain, (laughs) if you will. I don't want to call it confirmation yet officially, but it certainly seems to lean things in that direction. Additionally, it gives a little bit more detail about the movie. It says set between the third and fourth movies in the Star Wars saga, but closer to A New Hope. Star Wars Rogue One will center on a group of resistance fighters led by the Rogue Squadron of X-Wing pilots who unite to steal the Death Star plans and, quote, bring a new hope, unquote, to the Old Republic. Academy Award nominee Felicity Jones has officially been cast to play the role of one of the Rogue Squadron members. All right, so to the question of accuracy, whether we can really believe this or not, so this is where the digging happened to start. I went back and looked at the original casting call for the two major leads of The Force Awakens, and they were initially named Rachel and Thomas on the casting website. Here's the description of Rachel. Quote, was quite young when she lost her parents. With no other family, she was forced to make her way alone in a tough, dangerous town. Now 17, she has become street smart and strong. She is able to take care of herself, using humor and guts to get by. Always a survivor, never a victim, she remains hopeful that she can move away from this harsh existence to a better life. She is always thinking of what she can do to move ahead. Now, think of Daisy Ridley in the last trailer and tell me that that does not describe her to a T. Maybe 17 is a pushing the age thing, but beyond that, And here's the description of Thomas. Has grown up without a father's influence. Without the model of being a man, he doesn't have the strongest sense of himself. Despite this, he is smart, capable, and shows courage when it is needed. He can appreciate the absurdities in life and understands you can't take life too seriously. (laughs) This is the guy who, in uh, his talking figure, is saying, I'm having a really bad day, or a really messed up day. I can't remember what it is right off the top of my head, but again, sounds a heck of a lot like him, so that leads me to believe that the uh, reporting on Rogue Squadron and Felicity Jones' role in Rogue One is definitely pretty close to the truth. All right, all right, all right, it's time for trivia. Your feeble skills are no match for the power of the dark side. Last time we asked you who sees Luke before the first Death Star battle and exclaims, I don't believe it, how'd you get here? And that was Biggs Darklighter. Today's question, what enemy vehicles did the Rebels first spot from Echo Station 3T8? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you stow away on a Trade Federation landing craft, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not a short negotiation, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2015 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!